Hey, 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 this is Dawn M. Williams. Thank you for tuning in to Research Shows Podcast. You have caught us during an off-season. An off-season means that we normally record maybe a month or two during the year, maybe two or three times a year. And during the off-seasons, we only air episodes approximately one time weekly on Mondays at 6 a.m. If you do happen to catch an episode that is on a different day, more than likely it was just a bonus episode that I felt like just throwing out there. But stay tuned because I play old episodes during our off seasons. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Dawn M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast. And this is my two cents. So an ongoing theme of this particular season five is the saga of my current landlord. And inshallah, if you're listening to this recording in 2023, I may or may not be there. I don't know. (laughs) But this recording is being done in 2022. So anybody who follows me, um, you should know, or if you don't know by now, I'm a homeschooling mom and I come up with a lot of my lesson plans based off of current events and like kind of intermingle it in with like, for example, most recently we did one on music and social studies and American law, like kind of intertwine that all in one talking about this fire festival. And I'm going to say at the end <clears throat> how this kind of reminds me of my landlord, uh, Kevin Davis. So, um, I just want to say this. Okay. So a lot of people probably don't realize this happened, but this is back in 2017 where there was a festival that's supposed to be called the fire music festival, F Y R E. Um, you could Google it just to get full details and, you know, but I'm citing, um, a video off of ABC news, um, that I was watching just before the beginning of this recording, where the organizer of the um, event, uh, Mr. Billy McFarlane, I think that's his name. He didn't just defraud attendees because that's what it appeared to be. He made it seem like it was going to be like this luxury event um, where people, I believe, is going to be able to rent houses and this and that, when in actuality, they just set up tents. FEMA tents. That's what they said for these people to be able to come and, you know, I guess enjoy this pretend festival from there. None of the music attendees was a, was um, even scheduled to come. Uh, I think he, it was supposed to be Drake, uh, allegedly. Uh, all these big musical acts that were supposed to be there um, did not come. And he didn't just defraud the attendees. He defrauded the investors. So, um, and this, I'm citing ABC news where it says that, uh, he allegedly presented fake documents to induce investors to, um, put over a million dollars in this festival. So basically he said, and I, I, I heard an interview where he said it out his own mouth, where he told them that he was making X, Y, Z amount, but that's not really. So he was making something else. So, um, and then told them people that, you know, he had all these shares in Facebook stock, which was not true. He had a way lesser amount than what he was saying. And I'm finding that we keep coming across this a lot more often than not in America. I can't speak for other countries. This, this is my perspective. 
I mean, I feel like when you look at this guy, <clears throat> it's like, how could he be so unethical? Woo -woo -woo. I mean, let's not pretend as though the whole country wasn't literally defrauded, like from the indigenous people of this land. I mean, we, we still at odds on who the heck are the indigenous people of this freaking land. I say that because, um, it's a guy I follow named Dane Calloway on YouTube and he goes in depth and his stuff can be, you can look this up where they started taking census record of race. There was a particular point in time at the beginning of when the census began and you could go right on the United States census website all the way to when they first started doing census records. There was not a space for American Indians or Native Americans. It was either you was black. It was like three categories, whatever it was. Uh, you was either colored, free colored or um, white. So it's like they just totally, that's a whole nother podcast episode in regards to fraud and this and that because that came after i think that was the war of 1812 when they started doing the census regardless yes there's a such thing as integrity worldwide but it's kind of hard to put like a definition of it <laughs> when this is like the status quo like when you see a lot of people who defraud you know different people and different businesses and it's like i believe it has to be on certain a certain scale for somebody have to do jail time like mr mcfarland uh did about i think three years or so in jail and this is what i wanted to say the fact that when he first went to jail for defrauding these people they let him out on bond while he was out on bond he partnered with one of his old partners they went on the same email list of the original people they defrauded and got some extra hundreds of thousands, I believe it was around that amount, from these same people who they was already out on bond in regards to the, I mean, the audacity of it all. Like, it was like no stopping this man. And it was just like, wow. I think he was in his 20s at the time. Which brings me to Mr. Davis. When I, I started, let me tell you something about business. When you see somebody's character or you see like their patterns, it speaks volumes and make you look like, let me see how far this rabbit hole go. I had to look because I couldn't figure out why this man was so trifling and had all these locations. How is this possible? How is this possible? Well, I'll tell you how it's possible you get investors. I found out that some of his investors, um, some of his investors that he uh, used to open up different Phoenix salon suites uh, were like recipients of... Uh, like, you know how they do, do wrongful convictions in the United States and then if it's overturned or something happens, the state or, you know, federal will give you a whole lot of money in a lump sum settlement. Well, that's what happened. <laughs> and these guys uh, were literally uh, giving Mr. Davis investment funds. And then from my understanding, I put allegedly because <clears throat> you can look this up for yourself. Um, 
he took the money and within the same period of time, he got the money that was supposed to go towards opening up additional locations. And they were supposed to get like a percentage of sales off a of laundry room, um, you know, the, the laundry room sales and stuff like that. Um, he goes and purchased him a mansion out in Virginia. So I was just like, oh my gosh. So that's how I was able to find the, the attorney that, you know, where I had to, you know, send my stuff and basically told the attorney to get your client under control because, you know, of what I was going through. And I say that to say, <laughs> where I can tie this up, the fact that this is standard. I mean, because this man ain't go to jail for that. You see what I'm saying? It's not like something that's like totally absurd. Like, I don't know how he skirted around it or whatever. But the fact that they got all these locations and you actually think that just Hyattsville was just trifling. You know, they present this luxury brand, just like the fire festival. Oh, it's going to be this and that. You see all the commercials. And then when you get there, it's like, oh my gosh, they don't have a regular cleaning lady. Oh my goodness, it's urine pooling at the bottom of toilets. Oh my goodness. You know, it was to the point where they were stealing um, money out of the uh, tenants' bank accounts. When I first got there, they were going in and taking money out, doing double payments when we're only supposed to pay um, weekly for these rental payments. So it was like all these fraudulent activities going on. And look at the freaking... Look at what he's portraying as normal. I find it as legal, I should say. I find it astounding. Well, that's about it. <laughs> we're going to close this episode out, but we're going to take a quick commercial break before I do. A clip from episode 161 of Research Shows Podcast. How long ago was that? When did you start the VV show? Two years ago. Oh, wow. So you was nine. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. This is, I'm just so inspired. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, all right, so tell everybody, how is it being a social media influencer? How is that experience for you? It's actually been so amazing because I like to, you know, inspire people, especially at a young age that I am, and I want to inspire, like, kids that's my age or younger and also, like, some adults as well so they can inspire their kids to, you know, I wouldn't say be like me, but be like, like, like positivity, like have positivity and, you know, be positive, not like don't be negative. That is so wonderful. Entrepreneur Thursdays with Research Shows Podcast. All right, y'all. Thank you for coming back from that commercial break. Again, this is an off season so you can listen to all of our podcast episodes by going straight to the research departments with an s.com and click on research shows podcasts we are available on just about all streaming platforms don't forget during off seasons i do periodically come out with bonus episodes and with that being said, thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day on purpose.